You are listening to Football and Fluff, where we talk a lot of football and a little bit of fluff. Word play of the day. This podcast is a venue where we discuss college football and its fluff. And I'm Trey. I'm the football. And I'm the fluff. It's time for the cover three question. This is football and fluff. Word play of the day brought to you by Fluff. Word play of the day. Bench press. A bodybuilding and weightlifting exercise in which a lifter lies on a bench with feet on the floor and raises a weight with both arms. Intermediates should strive for 130, 200, and 250 pound bench presses. Elite level bench pressing is 220, 345, and 425 pounds. To be considered a strong bench presser, one should aim for 300 pounds. Bench press, word play of the day. Not about just winning and losing. It's about the total development of the student athlete. And I would definitely love to come by. It was cool, really cool talking to you, man. Football and Fluff family, welcome University of South Carolina legend and NFL great Jasper Brinkley. Welcome to the show. Special thanks to Jasper Brinkley for coming to hang out with the Football and Fluff family last episode. Thanks, bro. Football and Fluff family, welcome to the show, future Mr. Olympia, Malik Wills-Martin. How are you, brother? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thanks for the, the great introduction. Uh, from what I saw, well, I, I kind of came over to you kind of quirky, like, and I was like, man, how can I get you on the podcast? But when I stood next to you, I'm like, that's a Mr. Olympia, a Mr. <laughs> Olympia, no, no doubt in my mind. Uh, we want to thank you for coming by. We want to thank you for taking time out of your training schedule to come by and speak to the football and fluff family. And I thought that after just briefly speaking with you and then doing a little some research of my own, I thought it would be great to have you on the show. And so the football and fluff family can then know a little bit more about Malik Wills Martin. So we, we appreciate you coming by. Thanks. So uh, tell us where you're from. Um. I was born in LA, moved to Australia, Frankston, Victoria, um, when I was a toddler. And then I grew up there, uh, spent most of my life in Melbourne. And then I moved to Las Vegas in 2014 and um, was working at a gym. And then I sort of fell into, got into an audition for a dance show called Thunder from Down Under. Mm -hmm. um and then i excelled at that 
And I did that up until COVID happened last year. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the show closed down. So I thought oh, I might as well move down to somewhere closer to the beach <laughs> instead of being in Las Vegas. Um, so I moved out here. And now I'm actually about to move back to Vegas as things get back to normal. Yeah. How was that? How was the 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 culture in Melbourne in comparison to the United States? And I understand it may have been when, you know, that's all you knew as a child based on your age. But now that you've been back and forth, tell us a little bit about that. Um, the culture, just, um, I mean, it's kind of the same. Like you. throughout, you know, it's like the same, just different accents, different slang words, you know, maybe different music, but the essence is still the same, you know, different suburbs, you know, have a different feel, one suburb more industrial, you know, blue collar people, and then you go to another suburb and it's more, you know, doctors and lawyers kind of thing. And, you know, it's same, 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 but different, you know. What sports did you participate in? Uh, growing up, I played soccer. I played Australian football. Um, I ran track, and I went to the gym a lot. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. got into the gym when I was very young. I uh, broke my hip socket when I was like fifteen, so I couldn't play any sport or anything for a while. And I put on a bunch of weight, and I got up to like three hundred pounds. So. I joined the gym when I was uh, like 16 and I weighed that much. And yeah, I haven't really stopped since. Like I've recently gone back to heavy lifting again, but there was a while where I was dancing and I didn't do any weights. Um, but I enjoyed doing the weights a lot more. Um, when you were dancing, uh, I was going to ask you that too a little bit later on, but since you touched on it, because the individual that I saw, when I stood next to you was absolutely massive. And for any, <laughs> any movie producer that wants a superhero, you need to shout out and talk to uh, Malik Wills Martin, because he is a superhero looking figure in the human form. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Thanks. I, try. I noticed I try that when you were dancing, you were, um, I want to say a little bit, you weren't, you weren't as bulky and yeah. how did you main, but you were very muscular. How do you maintain that without the bulk? Is that diet? Um, yeah, diet, you know, a little bit of blessed genetics, but, um, whenever I do train my intensity, not so much my volume. So I, I wouldn't do a lot of volume. So not a lot of sets. But the amount of sets that I would do, maybe one or two working sets, would be very, very hard to failure. Like uh, when I say failure, not when you want to stop, but when you feel tired or it's burning, like when you can no longer move the weight, that is failure. That is forcing your body to adapt. And, and when you're forcing your body to adapt, what it does is it creates, it sends out and it creates these satellite cells that yeah. sit in your muscles, which are like muscle memory. So that's essentially that. So that's, I, I think that's why I retain muscle so well is because the muscle that I have developed was developed under extreme stress. So it's like, yes. it's like, you know, a callus that you build 
on your hand over 30 years is no longer a callus. It's a part of you, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes. And when, when you are training, and I know you just touched on training to failure, and you explained that very well, but for a competition type of training regimen, what do you look to get as a competition weight? Um, well, it's all done by your height and the category in which you're competing in. Okay, so and how can, tall are you? Um, I like I'm like six two. I the man I saw was about six five. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I said six two on my license. I'm six know. three, and you were towering over me. <laughs> no, no, no. Or maybe I give off that presence, but I'm not. I'm six two. I swear to God. But um. <laughs> But I, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so so it's so I'm doing classic physique. So for yes. my height, I have to be about. Depends when they measure me, um, but I'll, I'll have to cut down to about two thirty. Understood. Thirty five. Okay. Yeah. What other things um, have you done over the years? Uh, outside of uh, sports or 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 training for a a bodybuilding competition, um, oh, I got in. I did a bit of CrossFit for a while. Yes, yeah, that was pretty good. It's very uh, for me. I'm a very like tall, long limbed person, so that that volume of weights is too much for my body type. How, how did you become interested in, in, in bodybuilding and, and fitness? Well, I was, well, like I said, I was, I was 15. I was working at my uncle's fish and chip shop and I weighed 300 pounds. And I think a couple of people teased me at school. I got in some fights and then my, my mom was like, you know, well, you know, do you, do you feel comfortable like this? Like, do you want to be, big like this and I was like no she's like we'll do something about it and I was like you're right so I just became obsessed I was going to the gym every day after school mm-hmm. riding my bike catching the bus you know going for runs before school and you know by the time I turned 18 I lost uh like I lost yeah I went down to 220 I was wow. under 100 kilos yeah yeah so or less like probably 215 97 kilos or something. So, um, yeah, I just became obsessed, just read all fitness books, and, and it just helped me when I'm, like, physically strong and fit. It just makes everything else easier in life. Yes, Because you, you have to be disciplined to be physically fit. Well, to, to have a sustained – to sustain high performance, um, you know, in your body, you have to, you know – have regimen, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, consistency. Like you can't just eat good for a couple of days and train good. You have to do it for months and months yes. and months at a time and then maybe take a week off or two weeks off. But it's more like, you know, 10 months to two weeks off kind of thing. But people do it the other way and, you know, do like a couple months. But, yeah, that's that's my little secret. So don't take days off. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. So, uh, are are you currently sponsored by any? I know you talked about doing the uh, classical bodybuilding competition. Uh, yeah, the, classic physique. Yeah, classic it's more physique. like the Arnold 
Arnold style, not quite as big as the the open category. Like the, that's just like the Ronnie Coleman's, the, like the insanely huge. Um, it's more of a aesthetic, more athletic look. You know, like Arnold, okay. the, that that type of style. Um. So yeah. Do you do any uh, personal training? I do. I do. I do do personal training. Um, I train at a gym in Tampa right now, but I'm, I'm in the process of moving back to Vegas yes. in four weeks. So, um, so I'm going to try, I'm going to keep my clients online. I do online coaching and um, one-on-one. So if anyone's ever in Vegas, hit me up. Okay. But, um, yeah. but yeah. And you, did you, you asked me, have, do I have a sponsor? No, I don't. I okay. don't have a sponsor. Yeah. Okay. Let me, let me give a, a shout out to the listening audience. If there is anyone who would like to sponsor Malik Wills Martin, you should probably do that right now because this is one impressive looking human being. And we're on eight different platforms. Somebody's going to hear this and they will hear my voice say, Malik Wills Martin should have a sponsor. That's how impressive this individual <laughs> is and how he. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. It's very, uh, it's For, very no- nice to hear. Yes, indeed. You probably didn't notice it, but when you were walking through the store we were in, there were folks just turning and staring and looking at you as you were walking by. And that's one of the <laughs> things that I noticed. And I was like, it's like they almost uh, wanted to walk up to you and ask you for your autograph. Honestly, that's what I saw. So <laughs> that, that's how impressive it was. So, um, yeah. <clears throat> oh, well, so you, so, so are, are you going to go back to dancing when you get in Vegas? Yeah, I am. I am. I'm going to go back to dancing. Um, it actually ties in perfectly with my bodybuilding because, the, you know, obviously the, you only do one or two shows a day. So it's uh, and it's the way I look at it now. It's paid cardio. So I go in and I get paid to do my cardio that I've got to do anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So exactly. Yeah. So it's it's going to be good. And there's a lot. Bodybuilding is obviously Vegas is one of the you know very big main bodybuilding you know towns. So um, so I I feel like you know I'm going. Just for me, it's also another source of income, you know, multiple sources of income. I don't want to be so. stuck if something happens again, like last year, you know. <laughs> if, it, if we ever go into lockdown again, I want to be like, all right, sweet catches and just go on a holiday, you know what I mean? And not have to worry. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so it was good. It was a very humbling experience moving out here and starting from scratch, not knowing anyone. Um, and, you know, because back in vegas and in australia i've still got clients from australia that that, that i stay in contact with from when i started personal training when i was 18 mm-hmm. i'm 29 now so like they're like i'm on billboards and on, on, on the side of buses and the backs of taxis all all across vegas so it's easy for me to be like people see, my, see. My, my face and they see pictures and posters of the show everywhere so they say, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I dance with Thunder from dinner. Like, oh, yeah, it's just uh, uh, like they've built rapport with me already, even though they don't know me. So, but coming down to Tampa was a bit humbling because, you know, no one knows me for anything out here. So I had to come out here and sort of, you know, prove my worth 
Um, but it's been good. It, I've, I've it definitely lit a fire under my ass, and, and it's made me hungry now. So, um, and I've and I and through like I read on my board before I moved down here, I want to get right into bodybuilding, and I came down here and I found a very good coach okay. um, who's been coaching me. And he, he placed eighth at the Olympia last year on his first debut. Oh, so wow. he, he, he really knows his stuff and he's given me, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of good um, techniques and methods that I'm going to be using probably for the rest of my life. That's um, awesome. So, yeah, so Tampa has been very good to me, you know, gave me like uh, I've re-found myself. Sometimes, in, you know, in Vegas you get caught up Mm-hmm. you know, and, and all the, you know, fun stuff. But, um, you know, that's because you don't have any direction. But now I've got a bit more direction. I'm excited to go back and really, you know, use it that's to awesome. my advantage. That's awesome. Yeah. We, we are due in Vegas uh, February of next year. And oh, yeah, yeah. I am going to look you up when we show up on the scene. We're there for a wedding of some very good yep. friends of ours. Definitely hit me up, man. I'll take you out for – we'll have to go out for a steak dinner or something. And I don't know if you want to come watch the show if you want to. Or you come do a training session with me at the gym. I'll probably more do the training session. The show is for, yeah. for the ladies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for a 50-year-old like myself, 50-plus actually, with two 20-pound dumbbells, what as a personal trainer could you have me do to maintain some chest um, tightening or do you have a regimen that you would give a 50 year old or 50 plus year old to do? Um, I, it, to, I mean, yeah, I do. It would come down to like your mobility. I'd have to like give you um, like when I do it online, I take a video of you know the side front and back of people squatting and doing a push-up position okay. just so that I can see your mechanics and then make it because I could just give you a plan, but whether you, it's going to last is another, is another thing. But um, I would just suggest because um, as you get older, like when you're young, they focus on strength and conditioning because the muscles are soft and pliable. They want to make it hard and conditioned. But as you get older, it, you, you, you lose that pliability and everything is, is already hard. So the best thing what I would suggest is getting flexible. So go start doing yoga, mm-hmm. like for real. Start doing yoga and change your life. Um, and, and, yeah, get stuck into some calisthenics. Just keep it simple. Push-ups, squats, lunges, sit-ups, and do it in a rotation. You know, 20, whatever, find, you know, a flow, whatever you can do. Like if you can do five yeah, push-ups, yeah. then 10 squats, then 20 sit-ups, and then do that uh-huh. five times and hold a plank in the middle. Keep it simple, but as you're getting older, I would focus on uh, gaining flexibility because that's ultimately going to um, give you longevity the most. Okay, okay. Yeah, yes. yeah. And then the 20-pound dumbbells, I mean, you could use for doing some curls, some, some shoulder delt uh, raises. Um, but, yeah, but I... I if it, the first step, I would say, start doing some yoga. I don't teach yoga, but I could send you a few yoga videos. And I'd say go get a gym membership and, and um, yeah, and start there. 
I um have a good friend of mine. He played in the league in the NFL, and he swears by uh, yoga. He and his wife. Yeah. So it's very interesting to hear you say that. Um, yeah. And uh, that actually gives it more uh, confirmation of what he. Was yeah. Saying. So yeah. So that's awesome. Got the, the, um, what do they call it? The second advice. <laughs> Or yeah. second opinion, you know, don't just take one doctor's word for it, but yeah. Exactly. So for for guys who would like to, uh, for you to, or be their personal trainer, how can we contact you? Um, you can contact me on uh, my Instagram. It's uh, chocolate underscore Dundee. And just hit me up from there. And um, yeah. And now we know. On Instagram, you are chocolate underscore Dundee. Yep. Just Instagram. I do have Facebook, um, uh, but I, yeah, I don't really use it that much. I should get onto more social media, but I've been focused on other things. At the <laughs> I kind of want to just pay someone to run my social media. It might be better outsource yeah. it. I, I, you know, and it's, it's interesting you say that because we have a, Instagram page as well for football and fluff podcast. And I feel the same way. I feel like we should just pay somebody <laughs> and let them run it because it takes so much time when out of your, your normal routine, especially for you, I know you're training. So that's, yeah. that, that's gotta be a lot of time of your, your day already spent and yeah. while everybody else is sitting there hashtagging and, and linking and liking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We actually have to go put in some work elsewhere. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, uh, Leek, we first of all, we hate that you're leaving Tampa. Um, but we we also want to wish you success, continue success in Vegas. But I want to go out on a limb and say that the next Mr. Olympia, we are speaking to him right now. And oh, well, I dare say that I'll win it this year. It'll probably, well, it'll be a couple years down the track, but I'll, I'll within the decade. I understand. I understand. Yeah. But we're going to be fans from this point forward, win, lose, or draw. You're a part Beautiful. of the family. And whenever you will come back, we would definitely uh, want you back on the show. And when we come to Vegas, we're going to look you up. Just to say yeah, hi. For sure, man. Shake hands and, 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 and greet each other. That would be great. And, yeah. and steak dinners and a workout would be icing on the cake. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> All right. All right. Football and Fluff family. The next Mr. Olympia, Malik Wills Martin. <laughs> Thank you for coming to the show. Hey, no worries. Thanks for having me. It was an absolute pleasure. Yes, sir. That wraps up this episode of Football and Fluff. Follow us on Instagram at Football and Fluff. Send us an email at footballandfluff at gmail.com. Tell us about some topics that you would like to discuss. See y'all next week.